Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Good afternoon. It is the 19th of December. You're listening to the Close of Business podcast. My name is Kyle Rodder. I'm joined by David Scott, who's in Adelaide. David Scott, uh, a lovely Monday to you. I'm saying to you, mate, it's the most wonderful time of the year to be uh, working. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the few out there in financial markets that that, that are. So uh, don't you don't you forget it. But uh, we'll kick things off and get straight into it because I. Uh, wrote up the wrap today and said that uh, it's got more chop than a butcher, um, really choppy price action. Things are starting to get fairly light as they do this time of the year. L- a week lead from Wall Street on Friday night, um, the hawk circling once again in terms of uh, the, the, the Fed or the Fed speakers that, that were out there. That narrative shifting back to central bank tightening and, and weaker growth sentiment fairly fairly soft, it, it would seem. Yeah, it looks like it. And, look, and I think the message from the Fed was entirely predictable. Uh whether the reaction in markets to the, uh, no, the misery and don't know, everyone talking about recessions again uh, is, is another question. But certainly for the time being, that's the narrative that's been attached to it. But uh, we did get that really big run up uh, over the past couple of months, uh, starting from uh, early October. So I just wonder whether you know, we did our dash when it came to the saddle rally and everything else. And now it's the reality as to what it may look like next year. People starting to go recalibrate. But you mentioned you know, what happened today. It was a very choppy session. It was just messy and uh, not a lot of volume going through, as you'd expect. Although it was interesting to see that uh, the commodity producers, United Malt Group was the top of the pops. Big exposure to, uh, to grain markets. I also saw some of the likes of uh, Treasury Wine Estates. Also the likes of uh, Grain Corp as well, having a decent time. And I just wonder... That uh, news that came around about halfway through the session might have had an impact today. And of course, uh, that is that the Foreign Minister Penny Wong here in Australia will travel to China uh, to go and meet with her counterpart on Wednesday. Some pretty big news, Kyle, when it came to, I know, a diplomatic front and certainly looked like it played out in the other local market with some of the movements we saw. Yeah, it certainly did. And I think the broader index uh, copped a little bit or caught a little bit of a lift as well around midday. Of course, those gains were faded fairly promptly. But I think it was a pleasant surprise and clearly signs that, uh, well, there's another thawing going on in uh, Australia-China relations after what was, I suppose, a happy handshake and a chat at the sidelines of the G20 back in November in Bali between Xi Jinping and Anthony Albanese. So a big breakthrough. Six years it's been since a foreign minister has had boots on the ground, so to speak, in Beijing. So like you said, a few of the uh, major um, commodity-sensitive and export-sensitive uh, names there, particularly obviously to China, uh, rallying throughout the session. Um, but just let's get to the conversations that we, we had today because, of course, uh, the news flow is thinning out a little bit. Anything that you had today that really jumped out? I think you uh, had a chat with Alex Kuzli from Russell Investments this afternoon. Yeah, multi-asset uh, strat and uh, investment manager. And yeah, interesting to go and see that some of the uh, the movements, particularly in the other fixed income space, has been uh, the... EM fund managers that goes and works their books there 
Uh, they've been looking uh, at China story for a couple of months, so they've done very well in that particular neck of the woods. They're still wondering uh, internally whether it's time to go and take some high beta uh, you know, moves uh, and exposure to China to maybe capitalise on uh, what potential could play. Still not entirely convinced right at this point in time, so uh, willing to go and just uh, hold off for the time being about taking direct exposure. Also, some pretty interesting comments when it came to uh, long-duration bonds in the uh, U.S. Treasury market in light of that recession talk and uh, people talking about inflation getting back to target pretty quickly next year. Uh, Also, he's uh, been running a a short-end long Aussie position uh, in the rates market as well, which has been pretty lucrative. So, yeah, seeing it well at the moment, it seems uh, for Russell Investments. uh, Always enjoy having a chat with a multi-asset strap. Yeah, it's uh, always a great to get a very balanced opinion and multi-asset opinion from uh, from a pro. Um, I had a really good chat today too, actually, with Scott Haslam from LGT Crestone. He gave me a bit of a macro view, first of all, on where he thinks things are going next year. Also discussed how he's potentially positioning for that, uh, whether there's some opportunities perhaps in bonds once again, that there may be some diversification opportunities there after what was, of course, a very high correlation this year between stocks and bonds both fall- falling. Uh, practically in unison as interest rates rose and the, uh, well, perhaps even the free money era uh, was uh, came to an end with a, with a big punctuation point. Uh, also had a chat with the Sezzle CEO, Charlie uh, Uakim. Uh, he uh, buzzed in, obviously, from the States. Uh, now, uh, I, I think you referred to it as uh, accounting gymnastics, potentially. The company has posted its first profitable month uh, in uh, November, that uh, jumped to, to 200,000 US dollars. Uh, we had a chat about the business and, of course, the broader industry too, uh, especially now the froth has been well and truly blown off uh, the buy now, pay later bubble. Yeah, I called it, uh, I think it was counting acrobats, uh, acrobatics, because, so yeah, it was on an unaudited, non gap basis. So anyone who's uh, done on the Accounting 101 knows that uh, non gap uh, can go and exclude a lot of items. Uh, I'm just looking at the details, and I didn't get a chance to really get into it. The, uh, the release itself themselves it wasn't long. But uh, certainly there was a noticeable decline in expenses and a noticeable uh, uplift in, uh, in revenues coming through over the course of the month and incomes. So I don't know what explains that, but uh, delving into the detail, we need to see what the uh, audited uh, gap readings are when they come out. Uh, but certainly, uh, yeah, making some headlines when it comes to what was a pretty otherwise dead day out there with the exclusion of that star group news over the weekend and uh, that uh, New South Wales Treasurer uh, press release that came out implying that there could be an increase in gambling uh, taxes uh, coming through uh, midway through next year. Yeah, well, my bleeding heart certainly doesn't mind that. And uh, as uh, you alluded to, uh, a big news story for Star today, down 15% or thereabouts for the session. Just um, can't catch a break when it comes to, uh, well, when it comes to in um, shareholders in Star. Just another bad news story, compliance issues, governance issues, and now it would seem issues of the fiscal variety potentially as well. Um, but that might take us to the other movers of the day, which well, well largely were gold miners. So the gold price has edged back towards the US $1,800 mark. And we decided to go and make Newcrest Mining our stock of the day. Nathan uh, Somersandaram and Gaurav Sodi sat down with Andrew Gagan to chat through Newcrest Mining. This one looks interesting. It's had a pretty good run though. Um, so for me, it's probably a hold at these kind of prices, but uh, with more drilling to come and more potential consolidation, I certainly wouldn't be selling it. Uh, I'd be holding on to this one and seeing how this whole 
situation plays out as we head into 2023. So uh, it looks quite interesting playing into that domestic gas market in Western Australia. I don't know a lot about strike. I'm going to stay with Henry as it's a hold. Mm. Um, but, you know, they've bought themselves into that 19.9% into Warrigal Energy. That's a good cash bonus for them if it all gets taken out. And Okay, so there you have it. You've got a buy and a hold, so it won't be going to the investment committee. But it's a fascinating one, of course, because uh, a lot of folks like to get a little bit of exposure to a uh, goal play in their portfolio, that perception that maybe it's a, it's a way of you know, getting decent diversification, but also having that kind of risk-off dynamic uh, uh, in, a, in an environment where, well, real, uh, real yields are, are deeply negative. We're not in that world at the moment, but people still like to play that game. Um, but no, I won't make it to the investment committee um this time around scuddy uh let's go and wrap things up shall we we've got four days left of well our working year two weeks left effectively of the uh the the, the calendar year for financial markets what are we looking at in the next couple of days boj rba anything that, anything that sort of thinks you think might um be a volatility event uh, at the individual stock level, I'm not sure about the macro sphere. I think a lot of people are already down in tools, so not only here, uh, but also abroad, albeit the holidays don't seem to be as, uh, as uh, luxurious and, uh, and extensive in other parts of the world as we enjoy during the summer period mm-hmm. down under. Uh, but the individual stock level, uh, we saw today like a number of different announcements that came out. I know the BWX group was one, uh, certainly a lot smaller company than it was this time last year. But uh, yeah, downgrading our guidance again uh, uh, changes at the board level as well chairs out uh, I expect we'll see a lot of uh, taking out the trash and I've actually having to think about a view that I might go and write maybe an early Christmas gift to, uh, to corporate Australia who are attempting to maybe go and try and sweep things under the rug during the time when most other people have got their uh, business occupied I can tell you that uh, the media industry does not share that view as well so I might go and write about that in the, uh, the coming days okay we'll uh, have We'll wait for that with with bated breath. Of course, we'll be all, uh, very very excited to to hear what you. I thought as much. Uh, yeah, thanks, Scotty. Um, okay, well, let's. Uh, what do you reckon? We'll, we'll wrap it up there. We're uh, grinding it out to to the end of the week. Tomorrow, uh, we do have those RBA minutes, the Bank of Japan meeting tonight, just out of the states. We'll just. Um, Look at uh, as to whether there's anything there that folks should be aware of. Not too much, but we do have German IFO business climate data. Uh, let's flick over, and yeah, that's that's probably going to do it for the next 24 hours or so. Um, so, what do you reckon? We'll wrap it up there, Scuddy. Have a great uh, great night. Wrap it up there, and uh, yeah, wrap it up. Yeah, you two, mate, and uh, probably before we go and, and knock off, I should go and congratulate the uh, Argentinian uh, football team on what was a tremendous win in the uh, World Cup final. I uh, only got to go catch the highlights looking forward to watching the game tonight. But, uh, yeah, truly remarkable three all. And uh, commiserations to France. I uh, played very well uh, throughout the tournament. Of course, the two teams that beat the Socceroos. So maybe we came third place after all. But, yeah, that's, uh, that seems to be one of those key talking points as well that dominated discussions over the past uh, little bit. Yeah, absolutely, mate. It's just uh, just mathematics. Uh, so uh, the Socceroos third in the 2022 World Cup. Uh, Scotty, have a great night, mate. You too, mate. We'll do it all together tomorrow. Delicious. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. 
That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.